Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Mac Report for the 2021 season. A whistle-stop tour of the weekend's fixtures and no fear, I am back. The dulcet Leicester tones of Mr Peter Langley. Frankie Barker's episode 6 blew up the internet, so apologies to those keen listeners who have been missing the podcast over the past few weeks. Plenty to talk about on this week's episode in a slightly different format. This week's episode features bite-sized audio from various team representatives. Lots to celebrate, lots to talk about, and kicking us off this week for the second eleven, Mr Stick Cricket himself, Tom Carter. Two's this week played away at Oldley Edge, which is always a lovely place to play, but is always a reminder of why you won't want to play there every week. With a reasonably big crowd, none of which were watching watching the cricket or on the on the drinks, fair amount of tennis mums about what what was a, a crucial game at the bottom of the table with Max starting below Oldley, I think, in the table in the bottom two. Before the game, both sides knew that a win for either side would, would put the other in serious danger of relegation. Mac batted first, got off to a really, really steady start until uh, Miles Bradshaw was caught uh, for five. That brought Josh Town to the crease and him and Chris France, who opened, batted together for quite a while, batted really, really nicely and put on about 80 together before Josh got bowled uh, for a really, really well-made 43 including some pretty big sixes into the uh, into the tennis courts. That brought um, Eddie Bones in, and he batted really nicely, still with Chris at the crease, and he made a really well-made 31 until he was caught and bowled by um, one of one of all of these youngsters. I then came in, number five, and batted with Frenchie, which then saw Frenchie get to his maiden 100 for the second team before being bowled shortly after for 101 off 136 balls. Looked looked in in great touch, and you know I think it was the clap when he got to 42, which which got him to the hundred because as we all know he's got out on on 41 a few times recently. Some lower order hitting from myself and Jack Massey got the twos up to 258 for five off their 50 overs, which um, considering we were bowled out for 43 only three weeks ago, uh, just shows how far we're coming on. At the break, we we always thought that was going to be too much for Alderley to chase. It was always going to be an issue as to whether we can take the 10 wickets to win. Now, Alderley never really showed any intention of of knocking off the runs. Um, We had them 7 for 2 pretty early on with wickets um, from Ben Kerwin, who finished with excellent figures of... 14 overs, four maidens, five wickets for 39 runs, which I believe was his first fifer for the club, which was which was brilliant. Now, sadly, we could only get Oldley Edge nine down, but a massive, massive comeback from us towards the end really, really meant the game was really quite tight towards the end. Bar Oldley Edge's number number three, getting 104, um, no one else really, really looked like they were going to go and try and get the win. But towards the end, they realised that they needed to sort of get a bit of a move on in order to get as many points as possible, which meant that we could pull back some wickets towards the end. But sadly, we didn't leave ourselves enough time to take the last wicket. The man of the match would have to be uh, shared between Frenchie for his excellent 100, an excellent performance at the bar at the end, and for Ben Kerwin for his Pfeiffer. And what was not a disappointing day, but a day where we knew... We needed to get as many points as possible. So finishing with, with a winning draw meant we got 15 points, which has then put us back above Oldley Edge and really back in, in contention for survival. So big few weeks moving on with a couple of tricky teams to play. Yeah, onwards and upwards, hopefully, for the twos. Master threes travelled to Weaverham this week. Miles won the toss, made a bowl. There was wickets for Ben Farmer, Finn Nash, 
Alistair Knight and Steve Whittingham. Oh, and Tom Morgan on return to the third team. Took a wicket in his first over. We uh, restricted Weaverham to 150. 7 for 7 with a good fielding performance and also a good bowling performance. We sat out with, uh, with the bat, we had a few loss of early wickets, but it came a partnership of Joshua Gendron and Finley Nash. Finn ended up 64 not out and won uh, Maxfield the game. Uh, Josh was very, uh, did, did very well in the middle there, he stuck with Finn, put on a good partnership. And uh, Steve Whittingham came in the end to, to help Finn just to get us over the line. But yeah, I'd say man of the match was Finn. Bowled very well, scored runs, looked good in the field. An overall very good performance from an under-15 in that third team where we didn't have to rely on players such as Miles, Steve, any of the older lads basically. So it's good to see the juniors taking control and winning us the game. Because that's basically what they did. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we can bring this forward in our game against uh, Wimslow next week. So uh, just hope for the best, really. Hopefully you get a good team out and we carry on this good run we're on. So the fours were at home against Presbury Twos on Saturday. And obviously with the ones game unfortunately called off, it was kind of our gain in that we managed to get ourselves on Victoria Road for the first time in the season, which was great for the lads, especially the junior lads. Um, although, to be fair, Paolo did warn me that it would mean playing on a wicket which would be less than preferable for batting, to say the least, and he wasn't lying whatsoever. Uh, so it was unsurprising when they won the toss, they elected to put us into bat first, and it was tough. It was tough from the get-go. We opened with Yash and Freddie Griffiths, and the ball was doing all sorts. It was kind of popping up or keeping low or whatever you want, but they bowled sensibly, bowled to the wicket of the right lines and unfortunately Freddie was out early on, uh, found the edge, popped up in the air, caught it mid-wicket. So we were one wicket down uh, quite early on. That brought in James Wilson at number three. Unfortunately, he fell to quite a similar fate. He was caught as well, just couldn't quite navigate the wicket, which was understandable. It was very difficult conditions. Uh, So Flinty Jr. comes in at four. And to give him credit, he tried to take the game back to the bowlers, scored a few good boundaries, looking comfortable, uh, but they'd one particularly good bowler who I think went for nine runs from his 10 overs, and this guy managed to get one to nip back into Flinty, and he was bowled, so that was unfortunate. And it left us about 25 for three um, with only 12 overs gone. So we're kind of on the back foot early on. Tom Jennings comes in at number five, Similar to Flinty, tried to be a bit aggressive at the right time, also sensible when he needed to be, stayed with Yash, but he was also bold. Um, they had a few bowlers who, yeah, bowled exactly how they needed to, and they just kept putting pressure back on us. Chris Horsfield tried to give it a go, tried to stay with Yash, but he could only manage nine runs. So we found ourselves eventually five wickets down for 88. Um, Myself and George couldn't particularly last long either, despite knowing what to do. So after being 75 for 7 after 32 overs, it was looking really bleak. But to be fair, we had Yash Jane, the opening batsman, still there, doing all the right things. Techniques seemed flawless, and with him there, we knew we had a good chance. Uh, So that brought in Sibby at the crease at number 9. Sibby, a new lad, one of... Sebi's many mates, a theme of this fourth team this year, and we are very grateful to that. And Sibby looked very comfortable, to be fair to him. 
Uh, he played some fantastic shots. He stayed with Yash. It was looking really good. They put in a good partnership together. Unfortunately, there was a bit of controversy. Uh, Sibby, to us, clearly, it was a bump ball, went straight back to the bowler. He caught it. Big appeal from them. I think Tom Jennings umpiring couldn't quite see. Maybe the bowler was in his way. So he gave it out. But for us, they knew it was a bump ball. We knew it was a bump ball. But they managed to get the wicket. So that wasn't particularly good. So Sibby fell for 12. But it gave us something to work on. We got over the 100 mark. Um, and Ollie Jennings comes in at number 10. And he was brilliant. He, similar to Sibby, stayed with Yash. Hit a few shots himself. Scored nine runs. And between himself and Yash, they got to the 40 over mark. And we finished quite fantastically on 156 for eight after 40 overs with Yash 67 not out, which was the best innings I've seen personally all season on a very difficult wicket. So at the halfway mark, I think we felt in good spirits. We knew it was a well above par score considering everything we had to contend with, the elements. And to be honest, we were kind of Keen to get back at them because there are a few things that didn't quite sit right with us. So we began our bowling with some real intensity. Um, Ollie Jennings opened the bowling and first over he managed to get a wicket. Their batsman tried to smack him back over his head, got it wrong, looped in the air. I took a simple catch at mid-off and their top order kind of followed suit, to be quite honest. Sort of played all the wrong shots despite clearly seeing what that wicket could do for 40 overs. And... Ollie Jennings at one end, Toby Wilson, another under 15 at the other end, got through the top order with ease. Uh, both bowled with good pace, good intelligence, and they were five wickets down for about 23 runs off only seven overs. So at that point, it felt like it was a matter of time before they'd win the game. They couldn't cope with us, and when they could cope with us, they were playing all the wrong shots, so it seemed relatively easy. But to give them credit, their captain comes in, uh, middle order another guy stood with them and they just blocked for a while and just saw themselves through a few overs saw off ollie and toby for their five over spells and at the halfway mark 20 overs gone they were obviously five wickets down but they were only 100 run shorts with well 20 overs to go so it made us kind of lift our intensity once again we knew that they could do this if we let it slip and they had some big hitters down the order which we kind of expected and unfortunately, they sort of they found the leg side boundary. It's quite short a number of times, some big smacks across the line. And it got them within touching distance um, with about 10 overs to go. They needed about 70 to win. So it was doable. Thankfully, George Ackley bowled very well, managed to get their captain out, which is a really key wicket. Uh, I managed to contribute myself with a couple of burglaries, which are obviously always welcome. And going into the final over, they needed 20 runs to win, with thankfully their weaker batsman on strike. Um, I bowled the first ball, and he drove it straight past me onto the stumps. Big confusion between their two batsmen. A little bit of confusion from me. Thankfully, Tom Jennings just shouted, take the bloody stump out and do it, and I did, and that was the game. So, a really important win win by 20 runs um, in difficult conditions and a game that kind of seesawed one way to the other a number of times throughout the afternoon and great to get a win in front of a Victoria Row crowd. And of course, the icing on the cake was a very big song after the win, led by none other than Dan Ackley um, and a few of the junior lads think that's their first song for the club. So that was a really good sweetener at the end. In terms of player of the day, 
Obviously, it's a toss-up between Ollie Jennings and Yash. So Ollie finished with figures of nine overs, uh, went for 35 runs and got five wickets. Absolutely superb. Toby Wilson, again on his debut for the fours, uh, five overs, one wicket, well-deserved, only went for 13 runs. But it was Yash, 67, not out on that wicket. He was the match winner for me. He was absolutely flawless. So it's a close one, but player of the day is Yash Jane. And on to next week, we are at home to Holmes Chapel. Hopefully another big turnout from an expecting Matt crowd. So Sunday just gone. Uh, the Sunday 11 took on Woodley thirds, set for a two o'clock start. Um, obviously, as normal, we all arrived about, about one. None of the Woodley players were there. I was wondering if it was a bit of bad men, if we were in the wrong location. Five minutes for uh, the start, they all rocked up. Um, did a quick toss. Woodley won the toss, decided to to bowl first. So that was absolutely fine. We opened the batting with uh, Ian Kenny and Robbie Jennings. Got off to a really good start. Um, about 56 partnership, I think they put, put on together. Ian then unfortunately got out to an, an unreal catch in the slips. Really quick um, kind of reaction catch. was really good catch. And he finished on 38, I think. So really good from him. Um, was, was hitting all over the place. Um, Robbie stayed in. Uh, ben Kerwin then went in next. Uh, he hit a solid uh, 33. Um, so I think we were on about 80, 90 at this point um, for, for two wickets. Uh, quick wicket um, from four, five, six, seven. Um, all kind of got out very quickly. Uh, I think it was 11 runs for about five wickets all the way down to about nine. Um, and then... Uh, Robbie was still in. He stayed in for a, for a while with Ben Farmer, who was in for a little bit. Uh, then he got out. Um, and then we were down for nine wickets for about 160, I think. And then um, we had a good number 11 stand. So uh, Jinto and Robbie managed to stay in for, for the last kind of five, six overs. Robbie ended up getting 81. Um, and then he was was given out in the, the last over. So I think the second ball of the last over. So a really good score. Really defendable score as well. Um we went into bowl, um, so opened the bowling with Jinto and uh, Ben Farmer. Uh, ben Farmer, unfor- unfortunately, had a, a kind of a back injury, so he only bowled one over. Um, so I uh, then took over for him. Jinto got a wicket, and I think it was a, an early on early on wicket. I then uh, took a wicket. I bowled the, the opening bowler and an LBW kind of closely after that. Um, so we were, we were doing well. I think we had them about 35 for, for two or three, um, so that was really good. Uh, they then, um, their number four, number five batsman came in and, and hit a pretty decent 50. Um, they had a good standing partnership in the middle. Matt Cunningham then came on. Uh, he got four wickets, so really well done to him. Some really good fielding and some some good energy. Um, and we went into about the, the 40, well, I think it was the 38th over. I managed to get them all out in about the 38th for 160-something, I think it was. Um, so it was a really good win for us. Uh, that's two on the bounce now. Um, so really impressive. Uh, really proud of the team for for sticking at it and and going out there and and really uh, doing well in the field and and a really good performance. Uh, given that we had a, a middle order collapse as well, so really positive. Um, and obviously we're moving on uh, next week. Uh, we're at home to Hyde, um, so that'll be really good. Um, looking forward to that. Player of the match, Robbie Jennings, definitely. That eighty-one made us go from a one twenty uh, to a two hundred. So the single-handedly obviously made us uh, give a very defendable score and I don't think we would have won without that. Um, obviously, special mention to, to Matt as well, getting the four wickets. Um, 
some some good wickets in there as well. So well done to everyone. But uh, yeah, player of the match, Robbie. Uh, so well done to him. And, and looking forward to next week and, and going away and getting another win. So that, that'll be good. Thank you for tuning in again and listening to the Mac Report. A full-blown get it whacked is just around the corner. So that's something nice to look forward to. More from us next week.